0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 35 of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk a little bit about how I think about learning or improving my understanding of grammar in foreign languages. So I know I've talked a little bit on the podcast about you know is it necessary to learn grammar and different things like that and obviously i talked about how i don't think that a lot of explicit grammar study uh, basing your understanding of the language in grammar i don't think that that's a very good idea Uh, but obviously grammar itself is important and so some people have asked me well if you don't actually like study the grammar you know how do you actually learn how do you actually improve any of it Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit more about that in today's episode, so that's what we're going to do. So if you would like to download the transcript for this episode, you can do that on the website. Uh, It's www.unlockingbritishenglish.com or just click on the link in the description box wherever you're listening to this episode. So yeah, I want to talk about how I think about learning grammar, about improving grammar, um, because it's not something that I completely ignore. Uh, it's just that grammar study isn't the focus of my language learning. So yeah, like I say, I want to talk about how I think about this process. So basically, within the world of immersion learning, which is to say, within the world of people who who prioritise listening, reading, and immersion in media. Uh, as their principal way of learning a language. Within the world of immersion, uh, there are a lot of people who are, you could describe them as being anti-grammar, which is to say, or anti-grammar study, which is to say they're very against it. Not only do they not study grammar themselves but they they're against the principle of studying it you know it's uh, something they actively try and stop people from doing if they can convince them um, I'm not like that I don't think that um, you know looking at any type of grammar is just going to confuse you and ruin your understanding of the language like I say I just think that having that as your principle uh the principal part of your learning isn't really going to help you that much. Uh, but I am someone that does look a little bit into the grammar and stuff like that. So for me, like I've I've said multiple times, the base of my learning with any language is input. It's lots of listening, it's lots of reading, it's watching stuff. Uh, lots of media immersion Um, but of course every language has its own difficulties it has things that maybe don't exist in your uh, native language or things that are done differently Uh, and so inevitably you're going to come up across things that are going to be more difficult you know sometimes it's the different past tenses Uh, it might be that you're learning a language that has cases like uh, russian for example Uh, in my case with spanish for example and with the Romance languages you have the subjective which is a form that doesn't really exist anymore in English uh, and so you it, it's hard to understand exactly how to use all of these things properly because they they don't exist in your native language and so you can and will understand more and more of it just from listening to the language in context um, but I think that you know, a little bit of looking into the grammar and stuff like that can be helpful just to speed up the process a little bit. Um, so this is the way that I think about it. The first thing that I try and do is just to get a very broad, a very vague understanding of the rule. So whatever it is that I'm focusing on, um, basically I'll go on YouTube, I'll look for a, a short video, a couple of short videos that will just give me uh the the overview of what this is of of how it works what it is and why it exists or something i don't want to get into lots of details i don't want to study lots of uh technical vocabulary and stuff like that and go through lots of technical explanations i just want to get a basic Okay, this is what this means. This is why we use it. Uh, Here are the most common ways you will use it, something like that. So I'm talking about I'm watching a video of five minutes, of 10 minutes, something like that, just to get a very uh, vague brief kind of introduction to that rule um, from there like I say my focus is to get a lot of input so the my main understanding of whatever grammar I'm trying to learn is going to come from the listening uh, from the reading from seeing it in context um, but what I'm trying to do is I'm actively consuming this content and, and I'm trying to notice the different structures I'm trying to notice when certain Things pop up in the language and I'm trying to notice how it's used uh, in what different circumstances do I see it uh, do there seem to be any exceptions to the rule uh, I'm not trying to write loads of things down or anything down I'm not literally making notes but I'm just trying to notice these things just you know something pops up and you go oh there's the this form of the verb I'm just trying to notice it kind of actively and consciously um, and yeah you know the more input that I get the, the clearer that image is going to come um, and so I don't do these things kind of on a conscious specific timeline so I don't say to myself right I'm going to uh, watch one video on this day and then I'm going to do six days of immersion then I'm going to do the next thing or whatever you know I'm just generally trying to get more and more comfortable with the language overall but maybe I'm focusing on trying to notice a certain specific grammar point at, at a certain time Um, And once I start to develop a bit more of an understanding of it, you know, I feel like I've got a basic understanding of it. My usage isn't perfect, but, you know, I probably understand most of it. Once I've got a bit of an understanding of it, that's when I will... Uh, specifically try and ask questions with native speakers. So I'll book a class on italki or something like that, uh, and I'll, I'll speak to a native speaker. Um, and I, I don't ask them to explain the rules to me. What I like to do, uh, and this is just a personal thing, but again, it's what I'm doing. What I like to do is I try and ask questions to native speakers about how they understand these different forms. So um, let's say for example, we're thinking about like different past tenses, different versions of the past. Um, I want to try and understand what image does a native speaker have in their head when you say it the first way? And what image do they have in their head when you say it the second way? What does that person as a native speaker, what do they see? when they when they hear these different forms Um, and i think that that really helps me to kind of build a little bit more of a nuanced understanding a bit more of a detailed understanding uh, as to how the native speakers really interpret these differences and what they mean because Of course, you know, the technical explanation, having a bit of a vague explanation is fine, but that's not how the language actually works in real life. That's just the technical explanation um, from an outsider's perspective. So I like to get the kind of insider's view, so to speak, Uh, you know, for a native speaker that wouldn't necessarily be able to explain to you what that rule is uh, but you know they understand it and use it because they're a native speaker how does it feel when I say it this way how does it feel when I say it the other way what do you see when I say it this way what do you see when I say it the other way and I think that for me is usually kind of uh, when I start to feel like ah okay now I'm starting to really get it because It's a much more of an internalised understanding of what's happening. Uh, It's not just this kind of surface level explanation, like I could maybe just tell you what the theory of it is. I feel like I feel it. I feel like I understand it. And I think that's where we want to get to with language in general. It's not something that we want to understand on an intellectual level. It's something that we want to feel on a, on a deeper level, on a much deeper level, and and it's the same with grammar, at first you're going to have a bit of a superficial understanding of what's happening, this kind of basic overview, this theoretical understanding, right, the theory of it, as you start to listen more, you'll start to notice things, you'll start to build a bit more of a Uh, diverse, a bit more of a rich or colourful understanding and image of of what this thing means and how it actually works Uh, and then for me like I say what I do is I go and talk with native speakers, Um, not necessarily with a professional teacher but with a native speaker because I'm interested in the experience of a native speaker when they hear the different versions of, um, you know, whatever type of grammar I'm trying to learn. Um, And then, you know, once you've done that, if you need to, then you can go back and look for a more detailed explanation. You can dive into more of the theory because at that point you're going to have developed a little bit more of a robust working understanding of those those grammar rules or this grammar structure, whatever it is you're trying to learn, like I say, it's not just this surface level theory. It's something that you you feel internally. You have some sort of um, emotional connection to these things, right? Because you've when you're watching things and reading things, and you're noticing the language through kind of normal immersion. You're, you're not just going to notice the language, you're going to have that moment, that character, that TV show, that book, whatever it is, that it's all going to be there connected together with your understanding of those different structures. And so through that, you're developing uh, more of an emotional connection. And of course, I'm not talking about something deep, you know, like the kind of emotional connection you have with your family, for example, right? But it's, it's uh, you have a connection that is deeper and more personal. Personal with this information and once you've developed that more robust um, and personalized understanding of this grammar point of what it, whatever it is that you're studying at that point when you go and look at the more detailed explanations you try and figure out some of the 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 more finer details let's say um, then you're not going to confuse yourself so much the problem with the with the deep detailed explanations is there's only a problem with those things if we start there. If that's your introduction to the language, then you're going to get really confused. There's going to be way too much stuff going on. Uh, You're going to be doing way too much Uh, processing on a more intellectual level and you can't none of us can think that fast we as human beings can't think fast enough to be able to process language on a purely intellectual level so we need to let it sink in to on a deeper level uh, create those kind of emotional attachments first and that emotional connection uh, build a more personalized robust understanding of what this thing is and how it works and why it exists and then from there you can go and um, yeah add a little bit more detail and color and that's the same thing that we all do with our native language right all of us in our native languages we've studied some parts of the grammar you know some languages study it more than others but we all study a little bit of our native language grammar in school but When you're doing that, you already speak the language, right? Even for someone who's, you know, a kid who's seven or eight years old, when they start going to school and learning about a little bit of basic grammar they already are fluent. An eight-year-old is fluent in their language, right? They, they, There's plenty of things they maybe can't talk about because they lack vocabulary, fine, but they can communicate themselves perfectly well. They can speak perfectly fine uh, about, you know, most things, basic things. Um, you know, you're not necessarily going to sit and have a deep philosophical conversation with an eight-year-old, but they are perfectly capable of communicating themselves. They already have... Uh, a robust and detailed understanding a working model of how the language works and then when they're introduced to these details it just it just adds that extra bit of nuance it just clarifies a few things it refines their understanding Um, so you know if you're if you're struggling with certain points in grammar with English or with other languages or there's certain things that you're just struggling with you know this is what I do I start Getting of this broad understanding, just this base understanding. Just you know, in a couple of minutes, tell me what the basic overview of what this thing is. Then I go back to my listening. I do lots of listening, reading, uh, watching, just lots of input, and I'm trying to actively notice these structures within the language that I'm consuming. Um, just trying to notice it, not do anything with it, not trying to analyze it, not writing it down. I'm just trying to notice it. With time, once I've developed a bit more of an understanding, that's when I go uh, to the native speaker and I will try and just get a bit more of an understanding of how how that feels to them, how does it look to them, how does it sound to them when these things are said in different ways, just so I can understand the finer details of the differences. And then finally, if you still feel like you want to go and refine your understanding of everything further, that's when you're going to get a lot more out of uh, the deeper explicit grammar study. Um, So yeah, if you're someone that is, like I say, struggling with a little bit of grammar and you're the kind of person that feels like, you know what, I like to understand things a little bit more, you know, I know I shouldn't focus entirely on grammar and purely on grammar, but I, I want to just understand it a little bit more, that is how I think about understanding grammar about improving my understanding of grammar um like i say it's not not a a specific process that i'm going through like week one week two week three that's just like the overall process uh, of how i think about it so yeah that is how I improve my grammar or try and improve my grammar. Uh, So yeah, I hope you guys have found today's episode useful and interesting. As always, if you have any thoughts or feedback that you want to give me about the podcast, if you have uh, things that you would like to suggest for future episodes, then you can always get in touch with me either on Instagram or you can email me. Again, the details will be in the description or information box wherever you are listening to this episode so yeah thank you very much for listening to today's episode hope you enjoyed it and i look forward to speaking to you again in the next one